Hey, Rage. How's it going, dude? All right. It's been a while. Yeah. This band's my favorite. Don't you love them? Yeah, it's gonna be the best. I'm so stoked. Hey, girl. You want a beer? All right. Aw, man. This is the best. I'm so glad we're all back together and stuff. This is great. Hey. Um, do you guys know about the party after the show? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go, but um, my friends don't really want to go. Can I get a ride? Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Are Weezer, episode 22, Endless Bummer. Uh, this is Rachel. This is Juliet. And we are Weezer. And... Happy Wednesday to you, to you all. So we were supposed to hang out with uh, Christina today, but she can't make it. So Juliet uh, opened her garage up and let me let me come over. So we're gonna play a little D and D after this. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta I watch out wait. for her magic fingers. I know. I can't wait for your. Uh... <laughs> For your fighter to come through. <laughs> what should, oh, like, do I have to pick a certain, um, like, thing that I want to be? What are my choices? Like, wizard? Yeah, or- wizard. Um, there's fighter. There's um, a magician. And there's um, a war. There's so many. I can't, it, like, a uh, I'm like, ah, I am blanking. But yeah, there's like different archetypes that you can be, which there's a book. There's a character <laughs> book that you can look into and, and peruse and um, decide. Like you could read like the descriptions of them and decide which one you want to be and stuff. I'm oh, most often, most, uh, often uh, lawfully good. So I always have to, uh, that's just like my inclination. <laughs> So oh, so stuff. there's there. You could be a good kind or a bad kind. You could be like of, neutral. Uh, uh, yeah, and then you could be are like, trolls bad. Um, I I think they're under the category of of a monster. Like a troll is something that you fight. I think it's not it's not a character. <laughs> okay, I'm uh, I I it's like actually I have an app on my phone. Let me see what. <laughs> Talk so about geek magic out, fingers. Right? Magic is fingers a is a magician, or yes, would it? So mag- she is a magician, and I have okay. a new one. Uh, uh, let me think. Evie Flareon, and if you have, if there are any Pokemon fans out there, that is the that is Evie evolves into Flareon <laughs> to into one is actually just one name, one character, Evie Flareon. So, <laughs> ooh, I know. I like it. It's, it's super fun. I know. That's why I chose it. So, uh, thanks to my son. And is Evie Flareon a uh, another um, magician yeah, too? Magician and use the uh, 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 the little. Um, gosh, I'm so blanking. I haven't. We haven't played it for a while because our DM has been out. So, where our dungeon master has um, been out. So, do you pick your own name? Yes. Every time? Okay. Yes. yes. Ooh, okay. This is going to be really fun. <laughs> I'm going to pick out my pretend name for my pretend 
Dungeons your, and Dragons game. Your real character. So, well, yeah, I guess it would be pretend. <laughs> but yeah, like that would be, you can always hold on to it and be like, this is going to be my, I think you should be <laughs> a fighter. one day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But we'll play. We're, we're playing after this. So, you know. <laughs> okay. So I'll get funny. my 12-sided die. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. It's all good. Um, so how so are you? What's new with you? Um, oh, sorry. I, I am good. Yes. Um, I'm moving tomorrow. Mm. I'm moving mm-hmm. tomorrow. That's exciting. I am not ready. Yeah. I am freaking out. <laughs> I am going to die. But then at the same time, um, everything's fine. Yeah. And it'll everything be will be all right. right in the end. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, you be wait. <laughs> and I am really excited just to like, you know, take that step because then it, I, I'll be there and um, mm-hmm. it'll be easier to work on it if I'm there yeah. rather than this back and forth. And yeah. Well, like know. it's a so massive I'm, stress. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so, just really, it's really stressful. Yeah. And I just feel like everything compounds it with like regular life. Yeah. The house and then work on top of it. Yeah. As I another mean, layer. That's why you're so amazing, Rachel, because you're still <laughs> doing all of this, coordinating all of, of the podcast stuff. Like, like you know, the, if there was an award or some sort of like plaque, it would totally be for you. It would have your name on it and say to Rachel for all the hard work and dedication that you do for <laughs> We Are Weezer. Aww, uh, we I hear like We Are Weezer, like, you know, uh, love everything that you do. And so do all the fans, and, you know, oh, accolades. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Laurels on your, on your head, like, you know. Well, it's like, it's important to me. I really enjoy it. I feel like it's, you know, by mm-hmm. one thing that I get to do by myself and have fun and mm-hmm. learn about Weezer. And yeah. I really like it. It's awesome. Um, and you're sharing it. It's not only just for you, but you're sharing it with like a whole bunch of other people, you know? Yeah. So that's like, what's great. And I, you know, and I feel like this is like, hugely educational too like these uh deep dives into like you know <laughs> songs and people and like you know it's so interesting it's, and it's stuff i would want to hear yeah for sure yeah uh, from somebody else about like i know that there's podcasts about everything so mm-hmm. you know there's podcasts about all different music there's a beatles podcast so if you're like oh, really yeah. into something mm-hmm. you can just listen to it forever and i feel like you know, hopefully we do that for the people who don't have time to read or yeah. um, aren't into reading. <laughs> or just don't like, didn't even think to like, even look up something or like, you know what I mean? Like it didn't occur to them, like that there could be something well, more. Because there's so much. Yeah. There's so, so much. much. Exactly. So we are doing a service for people right now. Like, you know, we're, we're bringing them information, sharing the love. It's all the good. The Weezer love. The Weezer yes. love. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, so. um, mm-hmm. we're we're legit. Uh, yeah. The like the paperwork finally came through from the copyright. Nice place. Not awesome. the copyright place. Like the government, the <laughs> United they States. They recognize us as <laughs> yes. 
we are like officially mm-hmm. copyrighted. So, wow. So, yeah. I feel that feels fancy to me. Yeah. Fancy schmancy. <laughs> Another plaque or award that would have your name on it to get that through. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you know? But I think it's been. I think I applied for it before we even started. started. <laughs> so it's been that long Wow! Uh, to get here. Is that almost, yeah. to, um, is that nine months? Or is that? It, yeah, at least. Yeah, at if, least. Not, if not a, a year. Jeez. Yeah. Gosh, so so cool. what's up with you? How are you? Uh, things are good. Um, uh, a lot of changes. So uh, talking about moving, uh, we went to go look at a, at a, two-bedroom townhouse today just like because my husband likes classic cars and he's bought two in the last year so now he has three cars and I have my car um and there's a two-car garage right now we have a one-car garage and um one car is, is getting worked on elsewhere um but it's like nearing the end of that and so it would me thinking ahead saw that I, we were just looking for any attached garage and it happens to be a two car, uh, attached garage. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And that's like less than a hundred dollars more than what we're paying right now. And I'm like, well, that would be good. Just cause if anything, I would like to be in a garage for a little bit while he parks outside, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can use the driveway too. Right. So what kind of cars does he have? Cause Porsches. that's, Awesome. Yeah, Porsches. It's, uh, you know, it's it's good and it's like, uh, at the same time. Um, <laughs> because. Oh, I was thinking like a, I don't know, Cadillac or. The, you know, Porsches are, are like one of like the best, like, you know, um, classic cars out there. There's a lot of um, fanatics out there. And they talk about like that, like, you know matching numbers and oh my god this is from 1954 this is from 1965 like jerry seinfeld loves porsches like um uh, like a lot of like uh, robert downey jr has a porsche or something i don't know i think a lot of like people a lot of guys love porsches because they're kind mm-hmm. of like a race car kind of thing too mm-hmm. um and um uh really good engineering like you know a 19 19- I think my husband has a 1956 um, and it's not running right now, but he's getting it there. Um, he also has like a 1965, 356, like, you know, and like, if you say that to like, I don't know, your typical car person, if a guy knows about cars, he'll, he'll know like Porsches. Like us girls were like, yeah, Manila, Blahnik or like, you know. <laughs> Like, you know, Tom Ford or, um, you know, even something old well, like Calvin Klein. I just Calvin can't Klein, picture like, even like a, I can't picture like a classic Porsche. I guess uh, I'd have to look James that up. Dean, I can picture. James Dean died in a Porsche. Porsche. Oh. Yeah. That okay. silver Porsche kind of thing. So. I can um, picture that then. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, you just need some sort of reference and you go, oh, little, okay. <laughs> like little and point, pointy. Um, yeah, I think it had some runnage, but yeah, it was kind of like a bullet kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, okay. so we're looking at, so like, you know, just the whole idea, cause the, the lease will be up here at where we are and stuff. So we just need a bigger garage, uh, in the garage. So I can be in the garage and he can be in the garage <laughs> now. And then, um, 
my work, you know how I'm a lifeguard now. Yeah. Uh, so there's changes there. Uh, a couple of the full-timers are are uh, moving on. And so my bosses like me and they're like, hey, would you want to step up and, and do full-time? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. And and, the, I go, and he's like, it'd be an increase in pay. And I was like, is that an increase because of hours or like, and he's like, uh, in hours <laughs> and in hourly pay. And I'm like, oh, that's incentive. So that was literally our conversation. He goes, let me get back to you. So, um, but what's Very nice exciting. is- What are you thinking? Are you thinking well, more towards yes or? I, I would like to, because I think, I, one of the other things I said, can we get creative on scheduling? Because- my son is going into, what's nice about it is like in the summertime, I'm like, can I just work on the weekends? They're like, yeah, because all the college kids come back and work anytime, any hours or whatever, right? But then when mm-hmm. school's back in session, um, they go away and then it's time for like me to work Monday through Friday, which is great because then my boys like go to school and that's like the whole reason why I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do, I'll, I need some sort of part-time job. Uh, but what's great is they open early so I could do like a seven hour shift and get out at noon and then pick up my son who gets out at 1230, which is crazy for kindergarten. Um, <laughs> and then, cause I was telling my husband, I would love to just stay or be home for the boys another year through next summer. And then, then my son will be in school till like 240. He can go to an after school starting at three. It ends at five. We'll pick him up. He's only, you know, both of them will be gone for like two hours, like, you know, with someone else working on homework. And then, you know, I can- Right, not as bad as like four or five hours. Right, exactly. And then we come home and like we do, like, because really like getting my older son to do homework is like pulling teeth. It's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, can you just sit down and do your homework? Just sit down. (laughs) And it's just like over and over, just sit down and do your homework. Can you sit down and do your homework, please? He, he's just like to get up and roam around and like mm-hmm. not feel the stress of doing I don't know. It's like 15 minutes. Like, really? You're like, it's not that hard, dude. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God. You're prolonging it. Yes. By getting up. You're, that's, you're prolonging that's it for my both dinner you. time and um, bedtime <laughs> situation. Right? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, for me, for you and for me, can we just get through this, please? Just focus, focus. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, you know, something for you to look forward to when your child is in school. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, like that's the difference between work where you can be at work and things are efficient and move along smoothly just because that's how you're, you know, it's you and your day and like people are adults, you know? <laughs> But with kids. Yes. It's and like, then the struggle, <laughs> the after school struggle oh is real. Yeah, it's so yeah. real. Just like the bedtime struggle. That's so real, you know? Really? Um, I listen to, I'll, I'll give a shout out because I listen to a podcast called Why Mommy Drinks. <laughs> and um, I love it all right. It's, it's two uh, ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're comedians, mm-hmm. and um, I still have to listen. They to live it. in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and they uh, have multiple children each. Mm-hmm. And they just talk about like why they drink, being no. mom, <laughs> and yeah. like what the heck made them want to pull their hair out that week. Uh, and um, so, I highly recommend it because, like, I it's so funny. <laughs> 
at times because you're just like, oh my God, I hope I don't, that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> or you're like, oh my God, that's me. And it's funny because it's true. Right. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, that's, that reminded me of that where it's I like, oh it. girl, I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know your stage yet, but like, I, yeah. It's like there, sometimes we'll just have a meltdown because he doesn't want to brush his teeth. Oh it's my God. Like, He'll have a, my, my son will have a meltdown because the cereal bro- bar broke. Like, really? <laughs> it tastes the same. The crack. Or, or another one, which is like, what? Uh, Daddy opened the door for him. And he's upset because mommy is supposed to open the door. Not that he said that mommy needs that. Or that anything. It's just that daddy did it. And how how he wasn't supposed to do that because mommy is supposed to do it. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, God. Yes. <laughs> no, mommy opens the door. You don't open the door. Uh-huh. No, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. I think it's a it's a boy thing, you know, mama's boys, daddy's girls. It's hard. Well, no, because sometimes um, it's just like uh, mm-hmm. if he doesn't want to do something, like mm-hmm. he knows it'll take longer for me to go get dad. You know, <laughs> it's like no, I I don't want you to floss my teeth. I want dad to floss my teeth, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, dad's not home, so. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. No, that's but definitely. I to but see, that's just because he's smart and he knows how to get out of things, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. really, it's he wants mommy to do everything. Because if dad was home, then he'd be like, no, no, like mommy needs to help me. Like, uh, you know, it would just be, that's just something he's saying to get out of something. He's just smart enough to know. So yes. like, oh, well, dad's not he's here. So that's why I want him to do it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's definitely super smart. Right. It's almost annoying. <laughs> and I, I'm very proud of it. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, you're yeah. sometimes you're too smart for your own. Mm-hmm. Or like, what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, we went to go see the Easter bunny. And um, I saw the picture. So immediately cute. afterwards, he goes, hey, is there a guy in there? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Uh, yes, but he's just helping out because the Easter Bunny is very busy. And like, um, I don't know. I was just not expecting him to ask that question. Be yeah. so conscious. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, well, great. What am I going to do at, at Christmas time? Am I going to, is this happening? No, it's so, it's, it's separate. It's separate. Okay. Because yeah. I mean, Santa actually looks like Santa. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So... But that, uh, oh no, even yeah, that, that one. Was, oh, I see what you're saying. Like when he goes and visits, and it's, I mm-hmm. think it's just kind of like he's helping out Santa. Like, you know, it's another kind of, oh, yeah, it's, you know. You know what? We haven't taken But at my least boys. Santa's not a dude in like a full on yeah. outfit. Um, I mean, he'll, in, but his face like could look legit. Yeah. No, they, they always have so many guys who look like Santa, which is nice, who, you know, do that. Could pass. Yeah, yes. exactly. And we actually- But the Easter Bunny, there was no hiding. No. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm like, oh, I don't even, like, we did the Easter Bunny for my son when he was in, for my first son, for elementary school. And that was just, he didn't, well, I wasn't there for him to ask me anything. But I think he just thought that that's how it was. <laughs> I don't know. 
That's so interesting. He's like, well, I guess the Easter Bunny's a dude in an outfit. Yeah, and in a, a suit. costume. You're like, all right. <laughs> I, I think my my son was just like, do I get candy? Okay, that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely separate. Like the tooth fairy is separate. And like, well, you haven't dealt with the tooth fairy uh-huh. yet. But um, not yet. My uh, older son asked how old Santa was. And immediately in my mind, I'm like, oh my God. I go, well, he's. 45. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. But so then I get, I text my, my little brother who has like 17 year old kids and twins and a, and a 10 year old and a five year old. I go, at what age do you let them know about Santa? He's like 10. And I go, okay, I have two more years. So. <laughs> Before they actually like stop believing and go. I, I wasn't um, I wasn't gonna go any further just in case we have people who are younger than ten listening to this podcast, <laughs> but you know, but about Santa, so you know. <laughs> I don't want to bring alert. on. I don't want to bring on an Close endless bummer, <laughs> an endless bummer for like you know too many people. <laughs> no, we don't want to ruin the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, way to go, Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mean Rachel. Well, <laughs> it's okay. Are you ready to, to yeah. do it? Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, we're going to be right back, guys, with End This Bummer. I just want the summer to Welcome back, guys, and um, it's time for song discussion. Today's song is Endless Bummer, and let me, <laughs> let me tell, tell you about it. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh, so it is called Endless Bummer. It's off of the White Album. It's track number 10, which is the last uh, track on that one. Uh, released April 1st, 2016. So... <gasps> Yeah, two years ago, uh, around two years ago. Um, it was recorded in 2015. It is four minutes and 14 seconds long. And uh, label is Crush Music slash Atlantic Records. And it's officially released. Don't know about the live debut, although I think it has been, it's totally been done live. Has it been? Because even for the tour, they didn't do. Even for the tour, they didn't do all of the White Album, did they? I don't know. I'll have yeah. to look into that. There was no information ah. on that on uh, Weezerpedia because yeah. they, they might not have. It's such a bummer song. Just kidding. <laughs> um, it's endless. 
Um, there's no video. There's the little video where it's the little, um, like the graphics, the 8-bit graphics of the beach um, with the audio playing, but I wouldn't really call that a video. So it appears on the regular White Album, White Album Deluxe, and the Japanese uh, import version of the White Album. And it's track 10 on all of those as well. It was produced by Mr. Jake Sinclair. Rivs is on lead vocals and guitar. Bry Bell on guitar and backing vocals. Um, we've got Mr. Scott Schreiner on the bass and backing vocals. And Patty Wilson on the percussion. So let's see. Tell us a little bit about what we got from Weezerpedia, Juliet. For the, uh, at the beginning of the song, River counts off, one, two, at a low volume. And Do you hear that? Because I don't think I hear that when I play it. I don't know. I have to turn it up. You know, I was just listening without it. I didn't listen uh, with earbuds, but uh, the song and the album ends with the same beach noises that open the album in California, kids. And on the lyric sheet... For the White Album, a line in the second verse is listed as dreaming about my wife, but many fans hear life rather than wife. When asked on the fan club Facebook page uh, which one was correct, River said, what's the difference? Is that a little defensive? Good answer, River. I don't know. Is that a little, is that a little defensive? Like, what's the difference? Um, maybe no, just- I'm just... Thinking like, well, I guess they're his wife is his life is his life, <laughs> and vice vice versa, basically. Because I mean, that's true. Really connected. That's true. I didn't even think about my call. And maybe he's thinking like either or. It's the same difference. But if the lyrics say wife, then it's wife. Um, I personally mm-hmm. hear life, and I say life. But now that I know that, it's going to throw me off and I'll have to like re-listen harder from now on. Did you know it was wife? I, I just know it. Well, actually, I just, like, I probably didn't even catch the difference. Like, I didn't even, I'm like, oh, that's interesting that about mm-hmm. that. So I just often enjoy like the music and like the sound and of the songs and stuff like that. I think that's usually w- what I do too, but... um Sometimes I'll make like a special little effort to see like what what I can figure out. So on this one, I was like, oh, it's Beach Boys. I know. I know that. I know the answer to that. Or um, on uh, QB Blitz, that was, what one was, were we talking about where we were, oh, no, it was Pork and Beans where we were looking at the lyrics and we're like, oh, that does sound like something a record company producer would say, you know, that you wouldn't think about, think twice about listening to a song. But now that you know something about it and you read the lyrics, it's like makes sense or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've probably heard life and then, but it makes sense with wife too. I mean, I, does it make sense though? Because it's like, I'm all alone dreaming about my wife. She was too fast for me. That makes me think that the wife was too fast for him just because it comes right after. Mm-hmm. And then I count my steps because I'm OCD. 
And I know he has said that uh, Jake Sinclair gave him that lyric because um, it rhymed and that like it was like they all they tried different endings for that line. Uh, supposedly and, Jake um, Sinclair is OCD for reals. Right. And so he, he was like, I count my step because I'm OCD. And he was the one who uh, that suggested that lyric. lyric. Something like, probably, or like, you know, at the end, because I'm OCD is because Jake Sinclair. Yes. Uh, is OCD. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. And it probably, because the rhythm fit the line too. Mm-hmm. You know how he Frankenstein's lyrics. Yes. Well, <laughs> and this album is famous for, for that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to this, I it's right after Jacked Up and it's the last song on the album. So it like ends mm-hmm. with the um, seagulls and stuff. And I was like, oh, let me just let it play. And I missed the white album because I've been listening to um, Pacific Daydream. Pacific Daydream. And I yeah. was like, oh, I miss you, white album. Mm-hmm. So I have this question yeah. for you really quick. White mm-hmm. album or Pacific Daydream? Pacific Daydream. The white album, there's, a, there's like, you know, kind of like, the Beach Boys, there's a certain melancholy, a little sadness to it um, that I prefer listening to the ebb and flow of Pacific Daydream. Like, just because it's not tinged with, like, a certain sadness. It's tinged with weaserness, but not, like, a certain sadness to me, in my mind. I don't know why. But even, like, this one, I guess because, like, you know, this one is similar to Endless Summer, the Beach Boys mm-hmm. compilation album, <laughs> right? Um, uh, the Beach Boys. I grew up listening to the Beach Boys. Um, me too. My mom loved the Beach Boys. She's you know a '60s. She grew up in the '60s and stuff like that. And um, that was actually something that I didn't understand growing up. That listening, you know, you we we rode around in the car a lot. You know, from Orange County, so there's a lot of driving involved. Um, <laughs> And so she, my mom would pop in the cassette and it would be like either Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton <laughs> or Cat Stevens or the Beach Boys. And um, I never really understood the Beach Boys because there was a certain sadness to it that I, I, I just uh, didn't understand why she liked listening to it. Um, but, you know, and knowing- a beautiful longing. What I know sadness. now. Well, I- you know, there's just like, it's, there's a certain romance mm-hmm. to the Beach Boys and the beachiness mm-hmm. and stuff, but Daydream. there is like a, yeah, a sadness that you never really got the girl or like, help me, Rhonda, help me, Rhonda, get her out of my heart. Like, you know what I mean? And like, uh, yeah. but, um, but I really liked, on the other hand though, I really loved the beachiness. Like I grew up in Fountain Valley, which is like 20 minutes from Huntington Beach. So it's kind of like, um. I really, I really like the, like, Surfer Girl reminded me of Gidget. You know, I love Gidget mm-hmm. growing up and stuff. And, and um, uh, I loved Grease, you know, and, and be true to your school. Like, that reminds me of, of Grease. I don't know why. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so there are some things that I really liked about the Beach Boys. I love what the music captured. Uh, kind of like an innocence and, like, beachy vibe. Very, like, free, easygoing, um, sunniness, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but there, there's still like some sadness. And I, I, that's just something that I just never really understood because like the other songs she listened to didn't have that sadness. <laughs> but I mean, that is something that I associate definitely, with. Definitely. Um, so. I think it's different. Um, then everything else may be of that time because it, it, it's like uh, late 50s, early 60s. So we're not like into the this full-on 60s hippie vibe yet. We still have some of that like Motown, um, dancey, poppy, like everything's happy and fine uh, to it. But at the same time, they were um, able to incorporate their feelings uh, and emotions with their voices into like a, a, a white group pop music thing that I don't know that I could um, uh, like pinpoint to anybody else, like off the top of my head. And I could sound like an idiot to somebody, but um, it's just to me, like it's there. It's not the Beatles. It's not. Uh, the doors it's got its own they have their own like sound and um it, it was different than anybody else kind of which is i think also attractive to me anyway um and i think another thing that evokes is certain um you know uh, you know i think it captured a, a moment in time for my mom too when she was young. You know, like that was the sixties. Yeah, you know that that's it represents her youth. It represents like you know because she grew up in West LA, which is basically like a parallel to like West LA Santa to Monica. Santa Monica mm-hmm. is like is not valid in Huntington Beach. So it's like very you know very close to well, the yeah, beach it's very and, California. Um, like that's what we're yeah, all about here. And, um, yeah, and so it's kind of, and I think it just evoked a time and place for her listening to it, like you know, just reminiscing, kind of like Weezer kind of for and us. I think that's why. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, you know, definitely, mm-hmm. um, probably because my, you know, I'm sure with my son, I'm like, why are you listening to that song? But like, yeah, I know that song because whatever, because I've been like, listening the world to it turned. since I was young and that's why (laughs) (laughs) right so certain certain um, stuff I don't listen to for that reason like oh like no thank you um but like Evanescence I can't listen to Evanescence because it's so it's just like a droney (laughs) voice I mean I love her and there's a time and place for that but the (laughs) (laughs) I love your impression of her that's really good (laughs) Um, but talking about the beach boys like it reminds me like okay so I was little and my aunt was getting married Mm -hmm. and my cousins were visiting and we decided um, Mm -hmm. to lip sync and dance to Kokomo so Mm -hmm. that song Mm -hmm. is like all the words are ingrained in my head I know it word Mm -hmm. for word but that's one of like the later songs from the beach boys and also um, I, I associate them with Full House because Full House, um, <laughs> John Stamos, John Stamos, gigantic nerd fan, uh, plays with them still yeah. or back then. And they got to like go on stage with them. It was like a whole thing on Full House, which yeah. I used to watch mm-hmm. every Friday with my dad. Right. I think everyone did. Because that's what <laughs> I, people I watched did. it too. Yeah. We yeah. could watch whatever mm-hmm. we wanted whenever we wanted. It was like. You had to be there 
for your show, mm-hmm. you had to be home. I guess yeah, you could there was it no a tape, uh, but that's if you're fancy. True, right? <laughs> there was no on it. That that is if you could figure out the chords to like reverse it. Usually, you're watching a DVD, but then you had to reverse it and record from the TV. So. I don't know. I guess it was as simple as hitting record, but. Yeah, well, sometimes the tab was broken and you had to get a like, piece of tape to put on it. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, then I'm really sorry. It was a special time. It's kind of like what 8-track is mm-hmm. now. Like, what is that? Yeah. That's a VHS tape. And people yeah. talk about like having to turn it over and I'm like, oh my God, you had to turn it over? Ugh. I- on a Tom Petty album, there is a, he says, okay, this is for, this is time. We're going to pause to give people time to turn the album, flip the album kind of thing. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, that's so crazy. They worked it the in. Refugees. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like a little ha 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 thing, but. Um, you so, yeah. Um. And he obviously didn't know that it would never, it would at one day be outdated. Like, I don't think back then they ever thought maybe, uh, maybe. it would be outdated. This is just how it comes. Like, we're just going to press records till the end of time. Like, I don't think anyone ever thought about digital back then. No. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't, yeah, mm. I don't think so. Uh, mm. I think they were working at on least not those 80s. giant computers still. <laughs> that fit in a room. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like a whole room for a computer. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched Hidden Figures. Okay. I saw those giant suckers. Um, ah. <laughs> uh, so, Is that a Netflix documentary? It, um, no, it's the one about the, the first African-American ladies who like helped um, do the math basically for NASA. It's a really good movie. I was like proud to be a woman when I watched that because they were like so smart and like helped get the um, John Glenn get him get him up and back here and like yeah it was a really good story I liked it Kevin Costner mm-hmm. wow I would not have I'm like oh, oh watch it God, there's so many figures. things out there I, I will my gosh <laughs> <laughs> More you know. Oh, is that with um, uh, with with uh, I can't. Um, I can see her face. I can't um remember her name. She's googly eyes a little. Oh yes, yeah. From um, the, the maids. Yes, I know who. Yes, yes. yes. Okay, Minnie. I know the maids. About. I think yes. Mm-hmm. She makes the pie, the poop pie. Uh huh. Yes, yeah. she's in it. <laughs> She's really good too. Yeah, they're all. Everyone's really good in that Aww. movie. The lead actress. Yeah. Um, darn it! I have to figure out her name. Anyway, she does a good job She's too. She's Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about names, so let's go back to yes. endless bummer. Who, tell me and about it's who written wrote, by. Yes, tell me who wrote it. Rivers Cuomo. Brian Bell and Luther Russell. Luther Russell. And I was like Luther Russell. Like what? Are you Who sure it's not that? Russell Luther? <laughs> Pretty sure. Sorry. Um, but I was like, who is that? Like you know, I I don't know who that is. And so I kind of just like sifted through some uh, 
some algorithms and some, uh, some Googling Google searches. With your magic uh-huh. fingers. And um, yes, exactly. Um, and um, he co-wrote not only this song, but also um, L.A. Girls with oh. uh, Rivers. And, you know, from Rivers' solo show, we know that he thanked Brian for help co-writing L.A. Girls with him. Yes. And so he didn't mention Luther, but I'm sure Luther is all right with that. But so in seeing that the trifecta wrote those two together, I was like, what? Like, huh? Um, Who is this and Luther? Luther? By the way, uh, so, he doesn't look like a Luther, does he? No. Because the last, Sorry. the only other Luther I know, actually there, I know a couple of different Luthers, but Luther um, uh, Vandross mm-hmm. does not look like him. No. Uh, no. Lex Luther does not look like him either. No. Um, Martin Luther does not look like him either. But um, he's, he's, a, he's a pretty good looking guy. He's a little hairy sometimes. But, I mean, um, I think he's cute. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a nice... Uh, Refreshing cup of water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's doesn't hurt the a eyes. Little nice eye candy. beach bummy when he has his beard. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he just looks like a yes. a regular dude. Yeah, I you know, but it has a cool vibe to him. And stuff. yeah, he um, um and mm-hmm. what did it say? He recorded with like Etta James and um. Uh, Johnny Cash. I know that he produced. Oh, yes. Okay. He produced, um, like, uh, the relationship, Brian Bell's relationship. Which I did not know. Songs. Yeah. So that's why the three of them, uh, I guess, happened to write these songs. Like, these songs, it makes sense now. I, yes. I think, as you said, if they were you may all have said, three hanging out one day talking about the relationship. And then they're like, oh, this, let's write this for the White Album or whatever. Um, I don't know. I just think that maybe he has an ear for that kind of stuff. Um, well, and if you look him up, it, interestingly enough, so he wrote for two songs off Weezer's White Album. But the interesting thing is that he loves... The Beatles' White Album, <laughs> which is like... Yeah, you put um, like a paragraph crazy. on here. Is this from Wikipedia? It's from... No, it's from uh, High Fidelity, which is, I guess, his his um, website oh, as well. Cool. But He's like I going just, on and on. Some, what is he saying? He goes on and on and on. <laughs> and he, so he's like, a friend once told me he thought the White Album was the first postmodern rock record and in a way, I agree. The utter minimalism of the blank white cover with the eponymous title, the Richard Hamilton collage, the apples, just totally hip and never dates. Those portraits of each beetle, which you can stare at for days. I mean, he's way in. He's like fully committed into this White Album. And um, he's like, it's unbelievable to me that it'll be 50 this year or whenever he wrote this. How is that possible? There's still so much to unpack in that record. I think the former mop tops had seen and done so much by that time. And it was them declaring their independence. Yeah. Epstein had just died and they formed their own label for a fleeting moment. There was a, they were a complete band. 
I know that that's all this bullshit about how it's really four solo records. That's simply not true, especially by today's standard. It's like, like I'm like this guy. Like, well, but I, I, I totally dig his passion though. Like he's he's way in. I'm you know? wondering if that and, influenced uh, Weezer's decision to make this the White Album. Maybe he got like into Rivers' head and was like, "Dude, you've got to look at this Beatles record and how cool is it." And you're making this beach album, go full Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and then a couple more things that you said, which are, are interesting. It's the only self-titled record they made, the Beatles White Album. And I believe there's a conscious or unconscious reason. It's really who they were, warts and all. <laughs> interesting. Well, and then, I mean, it's not you know, my favorite every, album. And rock and roll. I'm sorry. Well, rock and roll is definitely a declaration of like, Teenage independent, you know what I mean. As a teenager, you're rocking and rolling, you're rebelling, you're 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 declaring your independence from your parents. You know, mm-hmm. it's a you know kind of this is who I am. You know, you this is who you think I am. This is who I am. You know, and uh, but so at the end, he says, "I will take the White Album with me to the grave, honestly. And after I die, I'll still be trying to decipher it." <laughs> You won't be deciphering much, great. dude, because you're not going to be <laughs> dead. Dead. Um, <laughs> but I love the enthusiasm. I love the enthusiasm towards the Beatles. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I need to re-listen to this White Album. Well, the Beatles, they did span, like, from, like the, the innocence of, mm-hmm. like, help. I need somebody like, oh, you know, yeah. it's so like completely you know, different than and, and, the yeah. later stuff. Then. Yeah. It's like I, I India. And I think I'm like somewhere, and, I think like Abbey road and let it be revolver. I'm more of that kind of girl than, um, and I really love the early stuff too, but if you're going to ask me like a favorite, um, it's going to, be in there somewhere across the universe and um, imagine anything George Harrison, John Lennon. My four and a half year old loves uh, Maxwell Silverhammer. Oh, see, it's fun. <laughs> and come together. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Does he like, <laughs> but, um, um, I am the walrus? Uh, yeah, except he thought, I can't remember exactly what he thought. It was something about Percy, Percy's endless, endless, uh, Percy is gone forever, <laughs> I think. And like, I'm the walrus. No, what's the lyric? It's, um, <laughs> he's so funny. So but that that's what he heard, but that's obviously not the Was lyric. he thinking like um, Thomas the Train or whatever? Because there's a Percy on that, isn't there? And something about the octopus. And he thought that was Percy. Uh, Octopus's Garden? Uh, yes, that's what it was. Octopus's Garden. And he thought he, thought he said, um, uh, Percy is gone forever. Oh. <laughs> You're like, nope, no Percy. But, like, yeah. <laughs> in this Octopus's Garden, in the shade. So I, he thought <laughs> that Percy is gone forever. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, okay. I could see that. I think you like that. <laughs> so not a fan because he's a Percy fan. 
Oh my God. So, um, I mean, who knew Luther um, Russell was so into the White Album? Mm-hmm. You know, he's friends with yeah. Brian too, I think. I don't know. Probably. I mean, he, what he's done, like 2006 was the first song or original version of the relationship that uh, was, you know, unreleased. Okay. I didn't know that. And then they, they must have um, put it out in 2015. Right. Well, they they did. He did a song. He produced a song in two thousand six. Another song in two thousand ten, and then in two thousand fifteen, they did Oh Allen. Okay. Um, hmm. By way of the Young Temptations, I don't know. And that was a cassette. Yeah, it oh, was Burger um, Records. You and your so I mean, cassettes. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, obviously, he has a relationship with Brian. I was checking out the pictures of him, with- and he was at. Yeah. The satellite, when I was at the satellite to see the relationship. So I was hanging I out it. with Luther yeah. and I didn't even know it. I know. Crazy. What a slick guy. That's the night that I had two conversations with Brian. Um, mm-hmm. The first one, very important stuff. I think I, um, I was like, you guys, I was like, you remind me of... Um, the doors and, um, like John Lennon kind of, and he was like, I could see that. (laughs) And he was nice. And I like, I was like, yeah. And then I think I like, was like, all right, bye. Or he was like, all right, bye. And just, (laughs) that was it. It was fine. Then we were outside. I don't know what we were doing, waiting to leave or something. Um, and he came outside. I was like, oh, it's Brian again. So then I like pretty much forced him to talk to me. And he said that they were going to play um, a dirty laundry or something. No, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something laundry. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, dirty laundry, mm-hmm. duh. And I was like, well, he didn't say duh, but that's how he said it. And, I, and I'm like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. He's like, it's just a place out here. Like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. So I found it somehow. And then I kept looking and looking and they never, unfortunately, played there. But then they played at the other place, the bootleg um, that I went to go see them. So, yeah. Uh, did not get to hang out with him then, but oh well. He's so like, um, his whole attitude and everything about him is so understated. That I wonder if that's why his music is kind of understated and flies under the radar. Luther? Like if he was a little bit more. No, Brian. Like I I don't think I've ever felt compelled to listen to uh the relationship. And um I don't know if it's because the name is the relationship or, or like or if it's Brian or I feel like the vibe would be very like, oh, that's cool. But would it stand out? Like I like you know, if you're gonna break through, like it's so hard to mm-hmm. break through and and be successful. And like if you're just gonna fly under the radar all the time, then then that's how you're gonna I, be. I don't I mean, think you know. that that's the intention for him. I think that he tries uh, as much as he can when he's not doing Weezer. But I'm sure Weezer takes up mm-hmm. like a lot of time. And mm-hmm. I know, you know, it's meaningful for him, but I'm not sure. Yeah. And I'm sure it means a lot to other dudes who like 
that's their, maybe their main gig, but I don't know, you know, if they're trying to be like mainstream or get on K-Rock yeah, or whatever. I don't see them on K-Rock these days. K-Rock is yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. But I'm just, you I know, like it. shooting off the tough. Um, so. <laughs> speaking of that, uh, Brian has his own yeah. little, in, not little, his own Instagram account. I guess Vicky T let the cat out of the bag that Brian has a supposedly account called what the cuff something something where he um, has pictures of cuffed pants and his opinions Uh on them. And so I decided, you know what I've Uh got to do? I've got to make, I've I've got to make a new Instagram account. And I did. It's called uh, Mm -hmm. what the blazer Mm -hmm. is going on here. And I um I find I love it. I find <laughs> I find blazers and I like take pictures. <laughs> I yeah, and I just want to say brilliant blazer. <laughs> I give I, that blazer a double B. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brilliant blazer. Right. Uh, it's a brilliant blazer. That one is just so uh, <laughs> blasé, but this one is so brilliant. So <laughs> it's real <thrill> for sure. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely vote for that. So, um, yeah, check it so out, guys, funny. with the blazer. 803, yeah. that's me. Um, <laughs> that should be brilliant by 803, that's me. You should tell totally That's me. T H A T S. It's the longest Instagram name so ever. That's um, <laughs> really funny. Because it's I think I might really do this. Actually, I'll reserve it just in case I want to do it later. But um, I thought it was a yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I thought it was. The best idea ever uh, about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and I stand by it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I think so you should. It's, it's just weird because it all comes like full circle. And I wonder how um, they met Luther. I've never heard of this Luther before, but apparently he's been around. Yeah. Yeah. He's been around for a while and they just went on a. Triple day, triple I guess. Day. <laughs> they did LA Girls, which is triple also day. another yeah. like highly uh, thought of song on that album. If not, mm. I don't know. I think it might be a favorite of the fans, right? LA Girls. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially the LA Girls. Yes. <laughs> the girls in LA. I like, mean, you know, they really obviously. make that. We would like a song about us. Right. Who doesn't? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> us being jerks and annoying and, uh, you know, treating him a certain way and stuff. And I don't know. If Brian co-wrote it, then I'm sure he's a lot of experience. I'm curious, from, uh, so. like, how they mm-hmm. are with people who have, like, no clue who they are and don't care. And um, like how they seem to people 
like that or mm-hmm. actually i uh i know that scott is a nice guy um your question makes me think back to um red rocks uh me and my husband took a road trip down there and my mother-in-law lives uh in colorado and which is one of the reasons why we're like oh the boys can stay with her and then we'll just take a trip on down to Vail. Uh, we'll stay overnight in Vail and then we'll go, uh, then we'll go to um, Red Rocks. When we stayed in Vail, we went to a pizza place. My husband loves pizza. I love pizza and, too. Uh, we sat at the bar. Cause it was so, okay. <laughs> you and him are in the same category then. Um, along with my, my other son. But um, we went, we sat at the bar because it was so busy at this one particular spot in Vail. We're like, we're, we're at the hotel. And we're like, where do we want to go? We want to go to pizza. Where should we go? They said, go here. So we went there and it was so busy that we sat at the bar. And then the bartender, um, I don't know if I was wearing a Weezer shirt or he was just like, what are you doing? And we're like, oh, we're going to um, a Weezer show at Red Rocks. And he's like, oh, Weezer, Scott Schreiner. Uh, and then I'm like, yeah, okay. Scott stayed at my mom. He, the, the bartender was from Malibu and his parents are still there. And Scott stayed at his parent in the garage of his parents' house because they converted that into kind of like a, I guess, a, something. Like uh, a spot, a room. Like a separate, a separate, yeah, a room, whatever, blah, blah. And so Scott stayed there while they were recording I don't know, in 2007 or 2008 or something like that with him and his wife or something. And so while they were reporting, maybe it's Shangri-La, I'm not sure. Um, they stayed at his parents' house and he said that his parents like loved him and they said that he was so, so nice and like, you know, oh. so at least Scott and his wife are really mm-hmm. nice in real life. So I have no idea about Brian, but. <laughs> and we were supposed to try and like, say something to Scott about it. But like, you know, we, we were able to, everyone in the fan club was able to have a meet and greet, but it was literally, you get up there, you take a picture and you leave. Like that was all the time. Hey, how's it going? The question I got to ask. Yeah. I was like, you guys like in Red Rock so far? And like, we took a picture and they, and like Scott and Rivers, cause I was standing next to them. They're like, yeah. And then, um, then we were ushered off, but it was like, Rivers isn't standing next to me. And then Scott. So I couldn't be like, hey, Scott, <laughs> we know this guy, this bartender. You stayed at his parents' house. Who story. knows how long ago? And they really liked you. <laughs> yeah. He wrote down, we had him write down like the name or whatever on the back of the receipt. And so we were ready on that day to be like, oh, and, but it just didn't happen. So it was just too funny. Like, it is such like, oh, a small, weird world. It happens. So weird. I know, right? In Colorado, they say Scott is nice. Well, so I believe good. them. <laughs> I do. Um, yeah. 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 I have taken a picture with Scott and he was very nice. And I also have taken a picture with Brian and he was very nice. And I do believe that mm-hmm. he was nice to me when I made him talk to me twice at the satellite. And he is a nice guy. Um, yeah. But I, I can also see other yes. sides of him sometimes in like I see mm-hmm. what other people say. And um but yeah. I haven't had that well, here's the difference happen. Well, we're married. You and I are married, not together, not to each other, but we're not, you know, sure? we're married to our spouses. And 
I, yeah. <laughs> and I think that puts a different spin on it. If we were single girls and we're like, like hey, Brian. Brian. And then he. That's a nice blazer. Yeah, I think we. Right? Oh my God. So thrilled. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I think we would probably have a different or opinion of him. of how he should be towards us. He, maybe I, I don't know. know. Like I just feel like you know, being married, we're like we got our guy. Hey, yeah, we see who you are, <laughs> and we're like, okay, well, as long as you're nice to me, that's fine. I'll be nice to you. Like you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Bygones be bygones. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, really matter for sure to us. And you know? uh, so neither here nor there. I think. Mm. Well, I think they're all probably nice in their own different little ways. Right. Yeah. People yeah. are people. I think people so. there are, are yeah. all kinds of people. Um Yeah. And And as as long as they're cordial and like they aren't like pissing anyone off. Not like, hitting you in the you know, punching you in the face. Fine. There was one time Right. I mean there was one time where we saw Scott and um he was he was a little uh it was after the show in Burbank where they, they did some, I forgot what it was for. Um, but he was like, like someone was trying to get his, a picture with him. And he was like, I like, he's like, you know what? I, I'm busy right now. I have, he, he, you could tell that he was trying to get in touch with someone or whatever. And he couldn't find that person or whatever and stuff. And so like, but that's just, I think general courtesy. If someone is like looking a little crazy because they're trying like, to find their kid or, or whatever like that. Yeah, or, you know, or something. They they thought their friend was here, but the friend wasn't. It was something like that. Um, and he maybe he was a little brusque with the fan who asked, but like me and my husband just happened to be standing in the general area. We heard the exchange. And he's like, I, he's like, I can't take a picture right now. I'm, I'm like, I think he said something like, I'm looking for my friend or something where I was like, well, that's understandable. Like, you know, and and like, you know, I'm sure he could tell like other people would probably want to stop him and take pictures but he's actually mm-hmm. needing to do something else well, and at some point you have to put your foot pressing. down and like so uh stand up for yourself and yeah like you gotta do yeah. what you gotta do like if you don't yeah. feel like taking a picture because so. you have to go do something in five minutes and you want to do something else for your last five minutes then you just have to say like sorry yeah i mean he didn't <laughs> say sorry but <laughs> but he was like oh you know i, I he's like he's like i can't do it i have to do something you know something else and it was totally understandable the situation was that i can't remember it verbatim but um i was like yeah like i could tell like if anyone was in that kind of like uh kind of state i would never ask them something maybe it's just you know <laughs> the person just saw scott and they didn't see the state yes. that he was in. The they were like, oh. <laughs> the emotional Just intelligence. Yeah. They didn't have that. Or maybe know, they didn't but. even realize it. Yeah. Because you don't like know until it's happening. Like, oh, oopsie. Yeah, you know. What else? So. But people, people, are people are people. Yeah, I you like know. it. That's going to be our new slogan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fun. We are Weezer. Yeah. People are people. People are people and... Who and I have some pieces of some awful people. People, all, it's people a so. People so. Why should it you be? You and I. You and I uh, should get uh, along uh. so awful. Oh, oh, oh. Boom, oh. boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Punching and kicking. 
I love me some Depeche Mode, by the way. So, I know, right? I think that was my first. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, it was in high school or something, but Um, anyway. um, Yes, bummer. Sorry. Okay, so my notes are uh, appropriately appropriately named Endless Bummer after the Beach Boys (laughs) compilation, Endless Summer. And I feel like um, the beginning of the song is a combination mm-hmm. of the beginning of California Girls and a, with a dash mm-hmm. of In My Room. So if you get a second, like listen to mm-hmm. them kind of maybe, maybe I'll buy them and I'll uh, put them um, kind of side by side or ask Christopher if you could put them side by side right about here. But I was like, let me check out this album, like the kinship name and see if I could find anything. And so I found that. But I think that happens a lot on the White Album. And then um, my personal favorite off of that one was uh, Don't Worry Baby. And you. Mm, You know, I think every girl likes that that thought. And it's comforting too. You know why? Yeah, and also, like, that's what we want from our guys. We want our guys to reassure us and be like, hey, it's it's going to be, it's going to be yeah. fine. And, like, I would like my guy to be like, and because I'm going to take care of it. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, that'd be really nice. That's it. I think every girl loves that, to be taken care yeah. of, you know, a little. The, I've had to, like, have that no. conversation with my husband because I think sometimes men <laughs> need that, too, from us. Um and yeah, <clears throat> no, they, they depend on that for us. Yeah. No, for sure. Like they're like, that's part of like a strong woman behind a, like a successful guy or something like that. It's because well, we're, we're like helping them rock. And so it's do achieve yes. what they want. Yeah. We encourage them. We have, so it's just like a little reciprocity. Yes. And then especially bad. like with this house yeah. situation, there's been times when I've been like, yes. I just, I really need you to like, just step it up and like, do like, do what you got to yeah. do to like, get whatever yeah. done. Cause we got to get in there. Done. Uh, like tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> basically. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and he does. And it's like, that's nice. I don't know. So. That's awesome. No, like, you know what? Like, what more can we ask for? It's like, thank you. Yeah. Like, we, the family appreciates like your effort. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I totally get it. (laughs) 
Mine's like super cool because it gets you. Yeah. And Bucciuti School because it grief. I mean, the whole album is I great. Supergirl like, too. you That's know, it just reminds mm-hmm. me of my childhood. Yeah. And they, they, they I've always wanted it to It has like that sing songy, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, it's it's very uh i don't know yeah lullaby agreed i was trying to find the right word but that Mm -hmm. that is good Mm um yeah right we talked about the no music video being serenaded so yes did you have a chance to check out these lyrics can i just say I feel like these are Frankenstein mm-hmm. again. And can I tell you, I think I've think i thought about this because I had a lot of time to drive yesterday and today. Um, I think the Frankenstein lyrics are uh, maybe, I don't, okay, I don't, this is, okay. I'm going out on a limb by saying this. But I wonder if the Frankenstein lyrics is preventing him from breaking through to the mainstream that where he wants to be. He wants to be another Coldplay, right? And I think, and I, and I wonder that because the Frankenstein lyrics serves a musical, complex, rhythm, rhythmic um, uh, whole. Right, like that's that's what that's why he Frankenstein the lyrics so that it could fit his his uh, rhythms and his the patterns on the lines, but it does not serve the storyteller like purpose of why someone listens to the song all the way through. We'll listen to it musically, lyrically. I mean, like uh, musically, it makes sense. But lyrically, it's hard to follow mm-hmm. the story. It's hard to follow the story. So it's, it's going to be hard to be like, I really like that song. Because some people are going to be like, what is the song about? Like, uh, maybe it's about this. Maybe it's about, it's like so all over the place that I don't think people will be able to relate to it in a general sense that the mainstream can Other than to. just enjoying um, the melody and knowing that it's like a female theme. Has to be. I mean, like you know, the melody and the lyric, the you know, the the catchiness is good. Um, I think. Well, my interpretation is: I'm at the beach, thinking about, like, Mm -hmm. just thinking about life and watching, Mm -hmm. um, like watching some of the uh, homeless change in their tents because a lot of homeless live down there. Uh, at Venice, um, mm-hmm. maybe we're tired of the, maybe it's the end of summer and you're tired of it. You're like over the heat. It gets hot here. You're thinking, mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm just ready for it to be done. You know how we all say that towards the end mm-hmm. and then it is. And then we're like, okay, mm-hmm. uh, ready for summer. Um, right about now, probably. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. I'm not sure, um, if he's just daydreaming about like his wife and his love or, and he feels like invisible, but See, he's like watching. 
Yeah. And something I um I listened to or read or something and it talked about songs and like what is a song? And a song is just like a feeling. Uh and you're trying to capture that feeling and kind of like give a beginning, middle and end mm-hmm. in a way. Uh and that's like what a song is. So that's like the story of a song. And the thing is, though, with these lyrics that are kind of Frankenstein, it's like, what are you trying to say? So if we just take a look at that, that I'm, I, you know, I had that example before of like, oh my God, uh, Rivers is periscoping Ooh. right now, by the way. <laughs> I know. But so in the second lyric, even is I'm all, all alone at night dreaming about my wife. She was too fast for me. I count my steps because I'm OCD. So it's like your wife was too fast for you. And that's why you're not alone. That's why you're alone. You're not sleeping with her or it's because you're OCD. Like there's too many questions. It can't I feel be about like his wife. For, but I mean, maybe, um... Exactly. Exactly. But see, that's like the thing is that like for Weezer to go mainstream, you would kind of have to lose a little bit of the yeah, Weezerness. And we don't want that. And also. But there's still. Right. And that's what kind of mainstream. Weezer, Weezer. Right. They're they're alternative mainstream, um, is what I would it's say. It's just they are they are not Taylor Swift or Coldplay. I have I have a list of um, Weezer podcasts and Weezer mentions in podcasts, and um, I just heard uh-huh. another one yesterday. Adam Carolla just talking about Weezer. So uh-huh. like they're so yeah. ingrained in our um, culture at this point because of their longevity mm-hmm. and. Uh, yes, the iconic vision of Rivers and his glasses. It's just they are here, yes. and they and um. So there, there's something about that that I don't think they need to worry about. No, being I think Coldplay because honestly, I yeah. don't like Coldplay. They already are their own, and they already are in their <laughs> well, in my eyes like song. they're better and already at that yeah. level. That Coldplay, they're, yeah. yeah, they're totally Coldplay no, level. I, was just going I would off say, of like, um, hmm. <sighs> and then the other thing that is in Weezer songs, which I like, is not only the loneliness, which I'm fine with, but uh, Kumbaya gets me violent. <laughs> that or, I thought was like, funny. Uh, in Weekend Woman, <laughs> yeah, or like in Weekend Woman, he says, "You just leave me with like a a cut lip or a, like he's." basically beat up or something or whatever. Like there's a certain, um, like, I don't know if it's physicality. Mm. I don't know what it is, but there's a certain kind of beat upness that, um, that doesn't translate into somebody like, let's say Brian got broken up with, um, or something and he's (laughs) bummed out and they're writing the song together you know, maybe some of this is Brian mm-hmm. talking and some of it is Rivers and some of it eh. is um, Luther, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of feel like, um, I don't know if it's Crab or if the, the uh, hash pipe, um, but there are some songs that just has like a kick and a punch and, um, you know, like it's just it's a it's a kid kind of playfulness, but uh, like 
a person wouldn't, I mean, you know, you have to tell a kid not to hit or punch her. Do you know what I mean? Like there, I don't know what that is, but I, I just, that won't go into the mainstream though. Too. Like that, that will prevent it. That's like an obstacle to, to get into like the mainstream is kind of that factor. That's always kind of like lurking around. I don't know. They could appear. It's not in every song, but it appears here and there for me to like notice it. I, I could, I guess I should write an essay. Yeah. Or something. I mean, I think I, <laughs> Some sort I see of what like you're saying and PhD. I hear, I hear it and I get it, but I, I, at the same time don't, yeah. um, don't think that's holding them you, back. Like, it just makes way, me really. think of. I don't think people are reading into it from the mainstream like that. Well, I think with well, this song, obviously, is not. This song isn't like a mainstream, you know, song or whatever. I'm just looking at the themes and mm-hmm. like the hard, you know, things that that run through. What makes a Weezer song Weezer? Weezer, the sweet, you know? sweet guitar solo. Yeah, it's end. definitely the. <laughs> oh my God. Well, no, the guitar solos are awesome. Hands down. Like music, like, you know, I love the guitar that he like plays and stuff like that. But um, I'm just thinking about though, like, you know, uh, Taylor Swift, Coldplay, they wouldn't put, like, you know where, where violence has a place? Violence has a place in um, jail, like Chris Brown going to jail for hitting Rihanna yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only kind of, but like, Rivers kind of playfully puts it in there as in like... Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it, it, they're being it's ironic not, and uh, sarcastic because, you know, Kumbaya is not really supposed to... It's going to get yeah, violent. Unless you like hate people that are hippies and like hate relaxing, <laughs> but that's not no, Rivers. No, but I think... No, but here, here's the other thought though. There are so many other things that you can say. Why would you need to go to violent? Like, okay, it fits the rhythm of the of the line. Great. There, I'm sure there's another word that could also fit. Yeah. Like, you, why, why go there? You know what I mean? It's like, maybe. But like, what about, you know, uh, Kumbaya makes, makes me get violet or something or makes me want to go to the <laughs> toilet. I don't know. Like, not really, but... You know, like, make, Kumbaya makes me want to forget. Like, I don't know. Like, I, no, I guess there's one more. Uh, violins. Uh, Maybe uh, they were going to go get some violins. You know. <laughs> I'll take three well, violins, and, please. Uh, Kumbaya. Kumbaya makes me want to get a friend. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Or, because he's obviously trying to, I just want the summer to end. He wants that to rhyme, right? Or something. Yeah. And violence. And three, and, yeah. And I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. So that's my thought. It's like, why even go there? Go yeah. somewhere else with the song. But that's a, that's a through line. Or like, if, if this was an English class. For sure. That you would be get a all theme in there. that runs through. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I like it. <laughs> Me and my senior AP English, you know. But <laughs> that's the only um, but, um, AP class that I took, by the way, is English. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like apparently the only yeah. thing I'm. That's good. I was really good at um, at some point in yeah. my life. Uh, <laughs> are you ready to rate this, mother? Um. Well, I give it a Weezer prom picture, uh, a smooch. Scott in the vest, Pat Jammin on the drums, and of course a blazer, course. Brian, for a sum total of, uh, Very nice. of eight. 
<laughs> I gave it a, mm-hmm. a, a Laser Eyes Rivers, a Lightning Strap, Scott mm-hmm. Nevest, a, mm-hmm. a Blue Album Rivers Head, and a Blazer Bry <laughs> for an 11. Mm. And what was yours? Mm. Nine? Eight? Eight. So 19. Eight. Yeah. Divided by two, nine and a half. And then point five. That's nice. a good one. Yeah. Almost a 10. Yeah. Good job, Endless Bummer. Awesome. The gives Endless Bummer <laughs> nine and a half. And there you have it. Boop, boop. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Dun, da, 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 da. I really love <laughs> the guitar solo at the end. Hey. Mm-hmm. He does like a mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. and then they start building up. Pat builds up with the the drums. It's good. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. I do like the. Uh, I'm. Uh, I can't even dance in the dark because my headphones are still on the seat of. It is car. a good one. That one is. I like, like that one favorite. too. I, don't know. I think it. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah, it's like at a spot good. where you can remember it well, or it's just like catchy, a catchy part. <laughs> well, because he's like, I can't even dance in the dark, and you're like, Why can't you dance in the dark? Like you know, it's just a, that's a funny that evokes a funny image. And then because yes. my headphones are still on the seat of our car, like yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, Why? Okay, like, oh, whatever. Reverse. Good. We don't know why. Don't don't try to figure out why. <laughs> Just again, Frankenstein lyrics. It's you're only going to get so far, and you get. Oh, I okay. wonder if like Brian never <laughs> like tells Rivers like, dude, no, don't those those cuffs are bad, dude. Don't do it. Right? <laughs> don't do it. I think Brian knows. Like, there's a brilliance to Rivers. It. Rivers and what he does. And I think Brian at this point is like, eh, you know what? Respect to you. You yeah. got a Grammy now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, um, so I think that, I think it's something in an interview that Brian was saying, like at this point with them, they all respect each other and like what they do is so, what yeah. they are I about. Mean, like, you know it, what I mean? It, yeah. It works. It's working right now, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. All right. Well, are you ready Yay. to get the heck out of here? All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys. Play D&D. Yes, I'm excited. I'm going to, we're going to run to the garage and get our cards out or something. Do you use cards? Well, we're already in the, in, in this garage. And so it's not cards. It's your character okay, sheet. Thank you. And, <laughs> and the, and the, Yeah. And then the the uh, dungeon master has. Do so, I get to wear like an thing, outfit, so. or if you want to, you can talk in your own character uh, voice. I too, like it. If you want to? Wow, so. that sounds really right? nerdy and fun. It's free. It's fun. <laughs> um, I actually okay. don't play that way. Let's take a break, and we'll be back, and we'll say goodbye. I can't even dance in the dark Cause my headphones are still on the seat of a car Hi, we're back. We just wanted to say what's next is 
Episode 23. I can't believe it's been 23 episodes so far. Um, Long time sunshine. Thank you, Christopher, for the sound. Yes, thank you, Christopher. And I am looking forward to long time sunshine. Uh, it's, it's, I think it might be our first non-album song that we're doing. I'm not sure. Mm. I'll have to double check. Mm-hmm. But I think so. So that'll be fun. Probably, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Find mm-hmm. us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at We Are Weezer. You can email us at weareweezerforever at gmail.com. Subscribe to our show. Give us a rating. Check out the website. Mm-hmm. You can send us your Michael and Carly audio and vote for a mini, mm. what we should call our mini episodes. You can ask me to fan club you and I will draw your face and not very well and mm-hmm. put you up on the the wall of fun, otherwise known as Instagram mm-hmm. and also on the on the website. Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks guys right. for listening again and we appreciate it. And this is Rachel and Juliet saying adios. Yeah.